Well, amen. Well, it's good to see you here this morning. Glad to be here. How many of you, now be honest with me today, would rather be here than in the nicest cemetery you know? <laughs> All right. Thought I'd just ask that question. All right. But I am delighted to be here with you good folks. I thank the Lord for the opportunity Pastor Unizzi has given me to address this wonderful church once again. And it is a wonderful church, and I just don't say that. It's a wonderful church with wonderful, wonderful people in it. For many, many years, we've been a blessed church. We thank the Lord for that. Well, we're at the beginning of 2024. No better time to address a church than on the first Sunday of the new year. I don't know about you, but over the years in my Christian experience, I've always desired at the first of the year to be a better Christian this year than I was last year. And each year succeeding that, that's one of my prayers, that Lord help me to be, in fact I pray this prayer probably every day, help me to be the man of God that you want me to be, help me to be the man of God that my wife needs me to be, help me to be the man of God that my family needs me to be, and help me to be the man of God that other Christians need me to be. I don't want to be the same person that I was spiritually in 2023. I had some victories, <laughs> also had some defeats in my Christian life, but that's the way it goes. But 2024 holds a lot of promise, and I'm looking forward to it. Turn with me, if you would, to Exodus chapter 16, please. I'm going to be talking to you this morning on the subject of living for the Lord day by day living for the Lord day by day. And before I begin the message, I do, as I said, want to thank the Lord for Pastor Yenizmi giving me this opportunity, but you need to pray for him. He's not feeling well. I think Donna's getting over it, but uh, they've gone through a difficult week this week, so you'll be praying for her. Exodus chapter 16, and we'll begin at verse number 14. Now, you remember the Lord's delivered them out of the land of Egypt now. Moses brought them across the Red Sea on dry ground. <clears throat> and God has prepared them water in, uh, in the wilderness. He's given them water. He's made the way for them. He's opened up every door that seemed to be closed. But notice what happens here in Exodus chapter 16, verse 14. And when the dew that lay was gone up, Behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoar frost on the ground. When the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Here's the commandment of the Lord. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more and some less. And when they had meat, it was an omer. He that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, let no man leave it till the morning. Now notice, 
Notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses. But some of them left it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank. And that's usually what happens with people when they come to the pastor and ask him for advice, and he gives them from the Word of God, this is what God's Word says, and they don't listen. They usually end up with a stinking mess. You'll get that. Now, here's where I want to dwell at, verse 21. And they gathered it every morning. And they gathered it every morning. This message is just simply a simple message on practical Christian living. Every day, 365 days a year, I'm going to give you a number of points. And those of you that take notes, I would encourage you to take notes. It'll be an encouragement to you. It'll be a help to you this year. So this message is talking about basically how to have an effective Christian life. Things that we are to do. If we're to have an effective Christian life, things that we are to do every, every day. That will take two things. It will take resolution, and it will take determination. Turn over to Philippians with me, if you would. Philippians chapter 3 and verse number 13. Or, uh, Philippians 3 and verse number 13. We need to have resolution and determination to do these things every day. And I'll guarantee you, if you will systematically do these things every day, come the end of 2024, you'll be a stronger, more faithful Christian than you were in 2023. Philippians 3.13, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, your failures, your shortcomings, forget those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As we listen to this message today, let's ask ourselves, can I commit myself afresh to the things that God has for me? First of all, every day, that's the emphasis on these points, every day I will offer myself afresh and anew to the Lord. Every day, I will offer myself afresh and anew to the Lord. Don't turn there because of time, but in Numbers 29, 6, it says this. Beside the burnt offering of the month and his meat offering, talk about the priest's offerings, and the daily burnt offerings. There were things that the Old Testament saint had to do daily to be in a proper relationship with the Lord. Turn over to Romans chapter 1 with me, if you would. Excuse me, Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. Notice what it says. Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Paul says this is what's reasonable. 
that I daily present myself to the Lord and say, here I am, Lord. I want you to take me and my whole being. I want you to control me. Maybe what we need to begin to pray every day is the following. Lord, take control of my life. Don't let me be involved in things that ought not to be. Don't let me be involved in shady deals or shady finances. No, Lord, I want you to have absolute, total control of my life. Today, I'm presenting my life to you. But Lord, I'm not only presenting my life to you, I'm presenting my heart to you. And so, Lord, I present my heart to you today because, Lord, you know I have an affinity and an affection for the things of the world. And we do. So, Lord, help me to love those things that are your things and things that are about you and not about this world that we live in. So, Lord, I present to you today afresh and anew my life my heart, and Lord, I present to you my mind. Lord, help me to have a mind that is centered on the things of God. Lord, help me to have a mind that doesn't think of those things that are, shall I say, off color. But Lord, guard well my mind. Help me not to set anything unclean before my eyes, that would corrupt my heart or my mind. Lord, control my life, every aspect of it. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. In all thy ways. So what I'm doing today, Lord, is it pleasing to you? Lord, is this what you want me to do? Is this your will for my life? Lord, I present to you today my life afresh and anew. And then tomorrow you do the same thing. Lord, I present to you today my life afresh and anew to you. Number two, I will call upon the Lord in prayer every day. Every day, I will not miss a day. Every day, I will call upon the name of the Lord in prayer. Turn over to Psalm 86 with me, if you would, in verse number three. Psalm 86 in verse number three. And notice what the Word of God has to say there. Psalm 86 in verse number three. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. I get amazed at how many times Christians will go through several days without spending time in prayer, as if it's really not important. I will resolve that every day I will spend some time in prayer. I will have a quiet time for the Lord, not just any time. I want to give the Lord 
quality time, not just time, so that I can check off, okay, well, I read my Bible and I prayed, that's it. No, no. We're talking about giving the Lord quality time. Every day, I will call upon the Lord in prayer. Every day, I will give myself afresh and anew to the Lord. Number three, every day I will feed on God's Word. Look over in Acts chapter 17 with me, if you would. Acts chapter 17. Let me point something out to you. In Acts chapter 17, and uh, all... Let's look at uh, verse number 11. Well, let's go back to verse number 10. And the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas by night uh, unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily. whether those things were so. You and I need not only to be into the Word, but the Word needs to be in us. And we need to be in the Scriptures daily so that the Word can saturate my life, my heart, and my mind daily in the Scriptures. Remember what we read in Exodus chapter 16? And they gathered it every morning. Every morning, let me say this to you, we need to have a spiritual breakfast. Every morning of the year without exception. You might say, well, preacher, I work hard. I didn't get up earlier. I get up very early. This morning I was up by quarter after five, I think. There's a reason for that, and I told you this before. It's good to get up early, number one, to find out you didn't die the night before. <laughs> number two, to have time with the Lord. Have time with the Lord. So many times people will just sleep in, and then you get up and you're running late, and you don't have time with the Lord the way that you ought to spend time with the Lord. Now, I know some people are night people, and that's fine. If you're a night person, okay. But don't neglect being with the Lord every day. Don't starve yourself spiritually. Don't be what I call a spoon-fed Christian. What do you mean by that, preacher? Spoon-fed Christian. One that only gets fed from the pulpit. You need to be feeding yourself. Folks, this church, and our pastor preaches tremendous messages, I'm telling you right now. He's an excellent preacher. That's dessert or at least it ought to be. That's not the main meal. That should be dessert on top of the main meal. <clears throat> Look at Psalm 119, verse n- number 97. Psalm 119, verse 97. Notice what the psalmist has to say here. Notice what he says here, if you would. Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. How I love thy law. It's my meditation all the day. The psalmist was in God's word every day. 
Lord, every day during 2024, I'm going to offer myself afresh and anew to you. Every day in 2024, I'm going to call upon the Lord in prayer. Every day during 2024, I will feed on God's Word. Number four, every day I will seek to die to self. Every day I will seek to die to self. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 with me, if you would. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Notice what the book has to say there to us. 1 Corinthians 15. And oh, let's look at uh, verse 31, if you would, please. 1 Corinthians 15, 31. I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily, Paul writes. I die daily. Why should we die daily? Because this life here, this life can only offer us the temporal. Everything that you and I know is all going to be destroyed one day. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. It's all going to be destroyed. So what you're familiar with will be gone. Only what's eternal will last. Paul says, I die daily. God gives to us through Jesus Christ an abundant life. The world gives us a temporal life. In John 10, 10, it says this, The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Not just have life, but have an abundant life. How do you get that abundant life? You get that abundant life by giving yourself afresh over to the Lord, by calling upon his name every day in prayer, by feeding on his word and seeking to die daily. Turn, <clears throat> turn to Luke chapter 9. Look at Luke chapter 9 with me, if you would. For the Christian, for the Christian, the way to live is to die. For the Christian, the way to live is to die. Look at Luke 9, 23. And he said, to them all. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Daily take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Look at John chapter 12, please. Turn to John chapter 12. Look at what it says there in John chapter 12 and verse number 25. John 12, 25. Notice what it says. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. Now, God's not saying for you to go around hating your life. Don't misinterpret that scripture. What he is simply saying here is that we need to love him and the things of God more than we do this life. Because it's all going to be left behind. Somebody said, well, how much did he leave behind? All of it. All of it. Now, I do know some fellows, I think, tried to take cashier checks with them. Okay. But I don't know that they were able to cash them. Let me just say that to you. All right. 
Folks, the way to live as a Christian is to die. We need to reckon ourselves. Well, look at Romans. Let me, let me, Romans chapter 6, verse number 11, please. Romans 6. Notice what it says there. Romans 6, 11. Likewise reckon ye, so, ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Every day, Lord, I will seek to die. Every day, Lord, I'm going to present myself afresh and anew to you. Every day, Lord, I'm going to call upon you in prayer. Every day, Lord, I'm going to feed upon your word. Every day, Lord, I will seek to die to self. You know, seeking to die to self is interesting because it means that we need to have a funeral every day. Because if we don't, self is going to rise up. Will teaches our Sunday school class, and he's been teaching on humility and done a very fine job. But the opposite of humility is pride. The opposite of pride is humility. We need to die to self. That's really what he's talking about. Where you and I are the deceased. What do we need to die to, preacher? Well, we need to die to pride. Boy, that pride can really mess you up at times. We need to die to praise. We need to die to praise. We need to die to flattery. We need to die to envy. We need to die to resentment. I've often told folks, resentment is like cancer. It'll literally eat you alive and not bother the next person. You need to die to resentment. Galatians 2.20, Paul writes this and he says this. <clears throat> I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Every day, Lord, I will seek to die to self. Let me have a funeral every day, and let me be the deceased. One of my dear friends gave me this a couple of years ago. It's called the Valley of Decision. It looks like a New Testament, but it's not. It's a book, basically, of prayers and devotions of pilgrims. Pilgrims were the people in the 1600s, 1700s who rebelled against the Church of England, and they left England, they went to Holland, and from Holland they ended up in America and ended up in Massachusetts. The pilgrims. Every day since this book has been given to me, 
I read at least one devotional from it every day. The other day in my devotions, I thought, boy, I, I hope I can do this, and I would want every Christian to be able to do it. This is called Morning Dedication. Now, remember, this was written several hundred years ago by folks that loved the Lord, by folks who would be called separatists because they were pilgrims. They were rebelling against the Church of England. They were called separatists. Here's the, here's the devotion. Here's the prayer. Almighty God. Now, this is the pilgrims wrote out their prayers and their devotions. And that's why we have this. Almighty God, I want you to listen to every word of this. This is deep. All of this is deep here. Almighty God, as I cross, as I cross the threshold of this day, I commit myself, soul, body, affairs, friends to thy care. Watch over, keep, guide, direct, sanctify, bless me. Incline my heart to thy ways. Mold me wholly into the image of Jesus as a potter forms clay. May my lips be well-tuned, a well-tuned harp to sound thy praise. Let those around see me living by the Spirit, trampling the world underfoot, unconformed to the lying vanities, transformed by a renewed mind, clad in the entire armor of God, shining as a never-dimmed light, showing holiness in all my doings. Let no evil this day soil my thoughts, words, hands. May I travel miry paths with a life pure from the spot or stain. In needful transactions, let my affection be in heaven, and my love soar upward in flames of fire. My gaze fixed on unseen things, my eyes open to the emptiness, fragility, mockery of earth and its vanities. May I view all things in the mirror of eternity, waiting for the coming of my Lord, listening, to the la listening for the last trumpet call, hastening unto the new heaven and earth. Order this day all my communications according to thy wisdom, and to the gain of mutual good, forbid that I should not be profited or made profitable. May I speak each word as if it were my last, and walk each step as my final one. In my life, if my life should end today, let this be my best day. Every day. I will seek to die to self. Number five, every day I will try to help someone who has a need. Every day I will seek to help someone who has a need. Turn to Hebrews 3.13 with me if you would.
Hebrews 3.13. Notice what the Word of God has to say there in Hebrews 3.13. Hebrews 3.13. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you should be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Now that word exhort there in that verse is an interesting word. For what it means is to come alongside of. To come alongside of. Do you know somebody's discouraged today? Maybe somebody that's grieving today. Maybe somebody that needs encouragement today. I'm talking with a pastor out in the Midwest who's gone through a very, very discouraging time right now. But by God's grace, he's going to get through it, hopefully and prayerfully. But that word means come alongside of. Is there somebody in your life that you could come alongside of and be an encouragement to them? Be a help to them? Be a blessing to them? Being a strength to them? Sometimes... We don't need to say anything other than put your arm around them and say, I love you. I love you. Every day I'm going to try to help someone who has a need. We need to have a ministry of encouragement to others. Turn over to Galatians chapter 6 with me, if you would. Galatians chapter 6. Notice what the Word of God has to say there. Look at verse number 2. We need to have a ministry of encouragement. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Look at verse number 10 of that same chapter. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto those who are of the household of faith. Christian, can I just say this to you? We ought to be the very first people to offer others a helping hand. We should be the very first. So what will I do in 2024? I'm going to offer myself daily, afresh and anew to Him. I will call upon His name in prayer every day. I will feed on God's Word every day. Every day I will seek to die to self. Every day I'll try to help someone who has a need. Number six, every day I will look for an opportunity to share Christ. Every day I look for an opportunity to share Christ. Turn back to Acts chapter 5 with me, if you would. Acts chapter 5, and there's some interesting events that are taking place here in Acts chapter 5. And, oh, let's, let's look at uh, verse 40. Acts chapter 5 and verse number 40. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Now they were beaten for the cause of Christ, and those beatings were horrific. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing. They'd just been beaten. 
and told, don't you say another word about this man, Jesus. Don't say another word or it will be worse on you guys. They departed rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And then look at verse 42, and I have that underlined. And daily in the temple, and daily in the temple, and in every house, <coughs> they seek not to teach and preach Jesus. Amen. Daily in the temple. Just been beaten, threatened, told not to preach in his name. Don't say a word about this man anymore. We don't want to hear it. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> don't say a word about this man. We're tired of hearing about him. Matthew 28, verse number 19, the Lord Jesus said this, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son <coughs> and the Holy Ghost. Or Acts 8, please. Acts 8. I'm sorry. Every now and then I get a tickle on my throat. That's what happens when you become 80, I guess. I don't know. Look at eight, Acts 8, 4. Therefore they, that, the, therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the Word. Preaching the Word. Turn back to Psalm chapter 50, verse 23. Psalm 50, 23. Notice what the Word of God has to say there. <clears throat> Psalm 50, 23. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation of the Lord. Every day I will look for opportunities to share Christ. My final point, every day I will live as if Jesus is coming today. Because, folks, he could. He could. Turn with me, if you would, to Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs eight thirty four. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my door. Watching daily at my gates. You know, today could be the day of the rapture. Do you realize that? He could come today. So what do we need then if he's going to come today? Or at least we may think he might come today. We don't know. He might come tomorrow. He might not come for 100 years. He may not come for another 1,000 years. I don't know when he's going to come. But I know this. We need an upward look. Keep your eyes towards eastern sky. We need an inward look for me to look into myself and say, Lord, what's, what's here that's displeasing to you? Help me, Lord, to be the man, the woman of God that you want me to be. And then... We need an outward look to guard against Satan and his attacks and how he'd like to destroy us. Turn to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. Hebrews 9, 28. And notice what it says. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him he shall, look for him, shall he appear the second time 
without sin unto salvation. And unto them that look for him. Our final reference. Turn to James chapter 5, please. James chapter 5 and verse number 8. Notice what the book has to say. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Now that truth was written over 2,000 years ago. And since that was true then, it's even more true today. The coming of our Lord draweth nigh. So every day in 2024, I will offer myself afresh and anew to the Lord. Every day I will call upon his name in prayer. Every day I will feed on God's word. Every day I will seek to die to self. Every day I will try to help someone who has a need. Every day I will look for opportunities to share Christ. And every day I will look for his coming because it could be today. Thanks again for watching us online today. If you haven't done so already, please fill out a digital connection card so we know how to better serve you this week. For encouragement throughout your week, you can listen to past sermons by searching Open Bible Baptist Church on the Apple Podcast or Google Play Store. If you'd like to give today, you could give online at openbiblenj.org. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you on the next broadcast.